Welcome to the Home Team Podcast. Welcome to the Home Team Sacramento Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto, and today uh, I am solo again. So we don't have a guest today, but I did want to hop on here and talk to you guys a little bit about this idea of looking back, what it looks like when we look back at past uh, performance, past experience, past things that we've been through. Like, How do we use that to our advantage and how does it uh, not become a detriment to our future? Because I'm sure if you've heard any motivational you know, message, speaker, video, uh, if you read any motivational book or that's you know something about performance, you, you hear this idea about you can't live in the past, right? You can't live in the past because um, you know, it prevents you from looking forward. It prevents you from pursuing your next goal, right? Like if you get stuck on that, it just weighs you down. Looking back at the past is sometimes just a detriment. Now, if we use it correctly, it can definitely be something that benefits our future and benefits where we're at right in the moment. But there's that balance, right? You, you have to understand how much time is appropriate to spend thinking about the past and evaluating the past and pulling from the past to build up where you're at in the current time. I think that's important to know. And I think it's something that for the most part, you hear people talk about athletes and athletes who compete at a really high level and who can perform at a really high level. They have the ability and you hear it all the time. They have short memories. They, they don't dwell on things like you know, if we're looking at baseball, right? If you have, you know, your first at bat of the game, strike out and you weren't even close. And it looked like you had never played baseball before. It looked like you had never even held a bat before, stepped into a batter's box. Some people would dwell on that at bat and it would affect their performance in the field. And then it would prefer- affect their performance the next at bat because all they're thinking about is the previous at bat, how bad it was. You hear this all the time that gr- the greatest athletes have such a short memory. And once it's done, it's done. They know that they can't go back and change it. So why spend so much time focusing on it? Look towards the next one and get better. Look towards the next at bat and use anything that was a problem the first at bat, use it to your advantage for the second at bat. So that way you can do better the second time rather than just focusing on, I hope it doesn't happen again. I hope it doesn't happen again, because that at that point is a detriment to your performance. It's a detriment to your mindset and it's not going to help you. It's not going to help us move forward with what we're trying to accomplish. And one of the things that, oh, excuse me, <clears throat> you know, one of the things that comes to mind, and I've heard it a million times, it feels like, and I still love this 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 uh, imagery and and how it kind of symbolizes looking back at our past and not being being willing to let go. Excuse me, not being willing to let go of you know past past performances. And and the funny thing too is we're not just talking about. I think a lot of times when we think about this, we're thinking about it in the terms of failure, past failures, past uh, things that were bad, that uh, were not beneficial for us. But in my opinion, success can be just as detrimental. When we focus so much on past successes, I think it makes us apathetic. I think it makes us uh, you know, less sharp because we're, we're kind of just living in the, in, the, in the celebration of those past successes. And it ta- almost takes away like the hunger and it takes away the drive that we once had to 
compete and it can potentially take that and drive away from our next competition or our next performance because we're just so focused on the amazing feeling that winning last time, you know, had, had for us. And, you know, the fight, like you hear this all the time with sports, right? When you're talking about sports teams and when people are talking about their favorite sports teams and they're talking trash on Twitter, you know, talking trash to their friends, you're always, they're always talking about past performance, right? Hey, my team did this, you know, and your team did this, or this is how many championships my team has versus your team, which is always fun, right? Like it's, it's fun to talk about those things amongst friends and, you know, on social media sometimes, but I mean, the reality is that's, that stuff's all past, right? It's great, but does it change the current? Does it, is it any indicator or measurement of how your team is in that current moment? Not really, because that's done. It's a different season, different personnel, right? Different team members on that team really doesn't matter, but we, we're so focused on looking back at those successes and trying to bring it into the present conversation to build up or justify why our team's so good. And I think that can happen to us as individuals. Oh man, I, I did this at my job. I did this uh, on the, when I was playing baseball, I did this what with you know this project and I, I crushed it. And we get so focused on that. And we want to live off the glory of that forever. It's like, you can't because at a certain point, it's like, okay, what's done is done. Move on to the next one. And so sometimes I feel like those successes, if we're not careful, can be a really sneaky way to make us soft. I don't know if, if there's a better way to put that, but it kind of makes us soft. Like we just get relaxed, we get comfortable and we forget. I think, was it, uh, I think it was Rocky three. I'm pretty sure it was Rocky three where, uh, Mick is talking to Rocky. And at that point he's, you know, experienced all the success and, um, you know, he's, he's basically like, you know, the worst thing that can happen to a fighter is you got civilized when you're, when you're a young fighter, when you're up and coming, you have that raw energy, that raw passion, that raw aggression. And that's the most dangerous thing because you have nothing to lose at that point. And you haven't gained anything yet. You're, you're fighting every single day just to make it at that point in the movie, Rocky had, you know, experienced some major wins, the fame, the money, and you get comfortable. And so I think that was just an amazing line from that movie. But anyways, I got way off track. I didn't mean to talk about that that long, but going back to what I was saying about this, this, uh, this imagery and the story that I've heard. And again, some of you may be listening, listening to this and say, it's been, it turns out this is not even true. Maybe that's the case. But as far as I know, from what I could tell in my research, this is an accurate, somewhat accurate uh, description of, of the situation. But they used to say that, I believe it was in South India, they would trap monkeys. And the way they would do that was just really simplistic. And you would think that there was this elaborate trap, there was this elaborate setup, but all they did was they had a box and they would put the box in the middle of the forest and there was a hole in the box. And then inside the box, there were treats, right? Like uh, fruit, nuts, those types of things that the monkey would want to eat, a banana. And the idea was that the monkeys would come up to the boxes and they would put their hands in. So when they put their hands in initially, their hand fit perfectly. When they reached inside, they grabbed the, the banana, for example. And because their, their fist was clenched around the banana, they tried to pull out of the box. They couldn't do it because of the shape of their fist. And I, I would like to think that any of us, if we found ourselves in that situation, we would basically let go of the banana, understanding and knowing that the banana and the way our fist was clenched was the thing that was holding us back from getting out of the box. But what they, they, they say about these boxes and the monkeys is that the monkey is so determined and so unwilling to change their, their mind or change their perspective that they won't let go. And so basically when the, when the trappers come back, they see these monkeys 
with their hands in their boxes, unwilling to let go and just there, ready for them to pick up. And it's such a wild thought because it's such a simple thing. You would think, like I said, there, was, there would be this elaborate trap for the monkeys, but really, really simple because they understood, the trappers understood that the monkey would not have the ability in their minds to realize, hey, I just need to let go. So if I let go, then I can escape. I won't be trapped here anymore. I won't be held here by this, this object. I can be free and escape, but they weren't willing to do it because of where their mindset was at in that moment. And I thought, and you know, the crazy thing too is one of the stories I read years ago, same story, they were talking about this, but they were saying that you, when the trappers would come back, they would see monkeys, you know, with some of them with dislocated shoulders, dislocated shoulders because they were so unwilling to let go of what was in that box. They were willing to do physical damage to their, their arms and their shoulders just to get the banana out of the box. That is a crazy thing to me. But that being said, it, it feels very similar to what we do as humans. There are certain things that we have in our past that we're not willing to let go of. There are certain things in our past that we're so focused on as if we can go back and change it. As if we can go back at any moment and just say, oh, let me fix this. Let me fix that. Oh, I didn't like how that turned out. So let me try it again. It's impossible. We can't do it. We can't just go back. It'd be awesome if we could. It'd be great. It'd probably, it'd probably save us a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, a lot of disappointment, a lot of failures. But the bottom line is we can't. We can't go back and do those. We can't go back and do over a play. We can't go back and change a mistake that we made. We can't go back and change failing a class that prevented us from getting on the field because of our eligibility. We can't go back and do those things. Trust me, I'm someone that has regrets of decisions I made on the field when I was competing. I wish every single day when I think about sports in those days, I wish I could go back. That would be amazing because I would love to see what, would, what the outcome would be if I would have made a different choice. But Again, we can't do it. So why do we spend so much time trying in our minds to figure out ways to get back to that point? Or man, if I would have done this, I could have done this. Or man, if that coach would have done this instead of this, then I could have done this. It's all a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. And it, it, it prevents us from being our best version of ourselves in the moment. And preparing, it, it prevents us from preparing our best for the future. Because all we're doing is focusing on something that's kind of pointless. Now, that being said, excuse me, I get a little, little water. Uh, that being said, you know, um, the past has a place. You know, one of, my, one of my favorite ideas is that you use the past, live in the present, and prepare for the future. I, I, like, I love that concept because I think it's so simple, but it, it's probably the best way we can look at life. And I've said it before if past failures are only failures, if Past failures aren't used. If we don't look back at those things, if we don't use those things to our advantage, if we don't learn from them, take apart, dissect what went wrong, what went right, and then use that moving forward, then it's just a failure. That's, I mean, we, we've got to look back and, and learn from those things. We, you've got to learn from those experiences. Otherwise, those experiences are wasted. And then it really is a failure. But if you look back and pull the information from it and then use that moving forward to make better decisions and better choices, then I don't really consider it a failure. I consider it a learning experience. You learn from it. It was, a, it was an experience. It helped you gain insight. It helped you gain knowledge. You're better for it. You've grown because of it. It was a stepping stone, not a weight that's holding you back. It was just another stepping stone so that I can go up to another level and then another level and then another level. 
that's how I look at those things. I think that's such a, it's a simple thing, but I think we all struggle with it sometimes. I know I do. I can speak for myself. There's definitely times where I, you know, I I make a mistake and then you think, Hey, I need to learn from it. You don't learn from it. And then I, I go back and make the same mistake. It's like, Oh, I should, I should have probably learned from that the first time. And sometimes, sometimes that happens. Sometimes we get into that place where we, you know, don't, we don't learn from it right away. But the idea would be that when mistakes are made, that you learn from it to prevent it from happening in a second time. That's where, that's where the, the failure or the, uh, the mistakes will, will truly benefit us. And then I think that's, that's where it's going to really lessen the amount that we need to look back where we want to look back because there's really no reason to. We got everything we needed from it. And now we can keep moving forward. And back, you know, I kind of look at it like, I look at it in, a, in the same way I look at driving. When you're driving, say you're driving down the freeway, you know, you're, you're focused, you're looking forward, but every once in a while, you're on a multi-lane freeway, you need to glance over your shoulder or look in your rear, rear view mirror because you need to see what's going on behind you and you need to see what's going on in the lanes next to you before you change lanes. I mean, it would be reckless if we didn't do it, right? If you were just driving out there going 65 to 75 miles per hour and you're just switching lanes without looking back, I mean, that'd be reckless. It'd be horrible driving because it could potentially cause a lot of damage. But what we do is we glance back really quickly or we look in our rear view mirror really quickly. So we don't focus on it. We don't look back forever. We don't stare back there. It's a quick glance, quick look over, quick look at the mirror, and then we move. Because we, at that point, we gained all the information we needed. We know it's clear behind us and we know it's safe to make that next move to switch lanes. And I think that's the same thing for life. We, we can't just keep staring in the background. We can't keep staring at the things behind us. We look back quickly, gain what we need, and then move forward. Because if we stare too far, too long behind us, all of a sudden we're jeopardizing our situation in the moment. We're jeopardizing our future. And if you're going full speed at 65 or 75 miles an hour, and you're looking behind you and focusing and staring behind you, you're going to crash into something. You're going to get into an accident. It's going to be catastrophic potentially because you're so focused on looking behind you and still trying to go full speed forward. It's impossible to do. And at some point it's going to cause issues. At some point it's going to be disastrous. You probably won't even get to where you're trying to go, right? Because you're probably going to miss your exit. You're probably not going to turn off at the right place. Anything and everything that you do in that moment while you're looking backwards is not going to be the optimal version of yourself. We have to look forward, glance back, take a look at the rearview mirror, see what was behind you, learn from it, gain the information and knowledge from it, and keep moving forward. That's how we're going to get to the next place. That's how we're going to get to the next destination. You're not going to get to the next destination. If you're looking backwards, we're going to miss it. And here's the thing. Sometimes when you're driving on that freeway, you miss your exit. Yeah. Sometimes you can get off of the next exit, but sometimes when you miss that exit, it's a long way to the next exit. It's a, it's a long way. And it's going to take you so far off your path simply because you weren't focused on the present and the future. You were too focused on what was behind you and you missed it. You missed the moment. You missed the opportunity that was in front of you, the future, the past stole it from you when the future and your present desperately needed your attention. And so I think that's something that just, you know, a really quick thought that I had for everybody 
I, I think it's just a really important thing. I think it's an important thing for athletes, especially moving forward as you're competing on the field, as you're competing in the classroom, the boardroom, the family room, as you're competing throughout life, these lessons you're learning on the sports field will benefit you. And this is one of them. What a perfect way to learn how to have a short memory. It's, and it's difficult sometimes. You know, we talk about like it's easy. It's pretty tough sometimes, like trying to get uh, focused on, try, trying to stay focused on, you know, the future and the, and the present is, is tough sometimes when you've had some, you know, big failures in the past that you feel like just continue to follow you around. It's, it's not the easiest thing always, but that should be the goal. That should always be our goal is to, again, use the past, live in the present, prepare for the future. You know, and I think any of those things that we do too much, that's, there's like, there's a, I always felt like there's a balance to it, right? Those three aspects, past, present, future. There's always a balance to it. Like if you live too much in one of those areas, then you neglect or you don't utilize those other pieces, right? Like if you're so focused on the future, then you're going to miss out what's in the moment. And maybe you're not looking back and seeing what you could learn from the, the past. And if you're so focused on the, in the moment, which is great. We all want to compete in the moment. We want to live in the moment. We want to be free in the moment. But certain decisions we make in the moment, we have to think, okay, how is this going to affect our future? Am I making a decision that I've made in the past that wasn't great? Am I making that same decision now in the moment, in the present? It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff to think about. you know. And sometimes I feel like when we talk about these things, we talk about these life things, sometimes it's like, man, we really... There's a lot to this. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that we each deal with in life. But when you really start sitting down and really thinking about some of these things, it's like, man, it's crazy how much how much there is to think about when it comes to life. There's so much. It's a big. It's a big topic. But um, you know, anyway, like just like I said, this is just something I thought of. This is something that kind of came to mind. This idea of not looking back. You know, look back. Don't stare back. Don't focus behind you. But really just use it. Use the past. Learn from it. Grow from it. Gain the knowledge you need and then keep pressing forward. So uh, thank you guys for, for listening to my, my rant about looking backwards and looking back at your past and living in the future or living in the moment and preparing for the future. I appreciate that. As always, we appreciate you guys and everybody in our home team. And, uh, you know, again, we would love to hear more from you guys. Like if there's any topics that you would love to hear about, if there's any guests that you would be interested in, hearing from, we would love to hear it. And especially, you know, coaches, athletes are who are here from our home team of Sacramento and the surrounding areas. If you know anybody that would be great on the show, let us know, reach out to us on, uh, Facebook, our face, our coaches, Facebook group, make sure you join that or suggest that to anybody who's a coach, uh, Instagram, Twitter, probably gonna hop on TikTok at some point, not a huge fan of TikTok, but I understand the benefits. So I may have to jump on there as well. If anybody listening is big into TikTok. We may be there soon. You can always email us at uh, hometeamsacramento at gmail.com. And, oh, and our social medias are at hometeamsac yeah, for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those things. YouTube, make sure you check that out. And then as always, if you guys can head over to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app and YouTube, just subscribe to our channels and shows. That would be awesome. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. and. I think that's pretty much it. That's my, that's my sales pitch for this podcast. So uh, we will see you guys next week. And I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you guys are uh, enjoying your summer. I hope that everybody is, is getting refreshed and uh, rejuvenated for this upcoming school year. 
it's going to be here before we know it. I know some schools are starting up pretty soon here and then we'll be back in this thing. We'll be back doing football season, uh, all those fall sports. And then, you know, we'll be back at it again, back in the grind of the, of the school year. So as always, I'm just excited. I, I love, I love everything that you coaches and athletes are doing to make our city better. And I would just encourage you to keep doing that. And let's just keep building up this home team of Sacramento. We will talk to you guys next week. See ya.